Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hey there, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor, and he's been a managing editor here at Odyssey, and now just a guy making jokes on Twitter for free. He's Brandon from the internet. Gosh, I haven't even been on Twitter that much lately, and then I do go on Twitter and I look at people's awful graphic design. Looking at you, MLS. Yeah. (laughs) Multiple listing service. Yeah. No. No, not you. No. <laughs> if you could do us, uh, first of all, neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. Not yet. But if you are, let us know what we get wrong. Somebody was like coming at me the other day about something like this, where I was like calling them out for being not knowing what they were talking about with COVID. And then they were like, they said something back to me. And I was like, I literally have a line in a show that I do about. Stuff I don't understand being like, I don't understand it. This is just our takes on it. And yeah. we're open to it. And he was like, wow. Okay, I stand corrected. So yeah, we I stand we, good about that stance. Yeah, we just put at the top of our show uh, the "I'm just kidding, bro," uh, so that way by the end of it, people people can't uh, can't come at us. But it's better than that. We're like, yo, we're dumb, yeah, bro. True, <laughs> like true, true, true. People are like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I can I can get there. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're uh, listening to this, you can share it with a friend or tell someone else or like our social media or whatever. That would be totally awesome. Thanks so much for your support and making this thing as big as it is. Yeah. So, um, one thing that you could do is participate with this weekly. Uh, take, for instance, the question of the week. Yeah, question of the week. If you have an answer to this week's question of the week, hit us up on Twitter. Go uh, find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and and hit us up with the answer. Leave us a five-star review, obviously. Uh, but this week's question of the week, I'm actually very, very curious to hear people's responses to because I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a much more relevant conversation uh, in the world in the in the coming years, especially now that I've seen a few videos on the internet over the last week that freaking me the hell out, okay? So yeah. this week's question of the week is, what do you know that without a doubt you are better at than a robot? Robot comes to take your job, and that's the job they can't take because you are so good at chopping on whatever carrots very small yeah yeah I'm no, actually, robot, I, I, can I guarantee a yeah, robot yeah. can do that better yeah uh, <laughs> bad example no it, like like breathing with human lungs for example would be uh would be something that you're better at than a robot but that's like a boring thing right not, not for long well I, I mean there are like when somebody loses their lung capacity and we send them to the hospital what do we do we connect them to a robot to breathe for them <laughs> just saying so so this so this week, the list of the most used emojis for 2021 came out. Smiling face with tears of joy, which is the ultimate kind of LOL emoji that people use. It's once again the most used emoji for 2021, something that has been the case since 2017. Wow. You know, somebody told me that kids don't use this emoji because it's what us olds do. And, and it's probably, they're probably right about that. It accounts for 5% of all emoji use overall. And you think about, like, kids don't use Facebook because all the old people are on it. I feel like 
old people use this emoji a lot. I'm going to ask you here in a second to get out your phone and pull up your um, most used yeah. emojis because I would love to know what they are. Uh-huh. But um, I guess I'm not surprised because that's the one I see all the time. It is not the one I use the most, but it's in there. It's in my arsenal. Yeah. Uh. Oh, no. Oh, no. The The most recent and my frequently used is laughing face with crying uh, tears. <laughs> but, I, but I feel like this is my most recent emojis that I've used. Uh, not... So just tell me, your la- tell me your last five then. All right. My last five are crying face emoji, um, noodle emoji, or it's like spaghetti because I posted something about my dog and called him a noodle horse and I posted it because he's a greyhound and uh, it's. I think that's funny. Uh, I have a humpback whale emoji. So in case you didn't, <laughs> no one is surprised. In, in case you didn't think I was going to bring in some whale talk, uh, and then I, I have a eggplant emoji. <laughs> so that that's to my point. You can see what I wrote here. Where I said. Where does the eggplant rank? Because I feel like that gets used a lot, and I don't yeah. know if they would ever admit it or not, but yeah. See, dude, I wonder... Really so, okay, I bet you... This is my theory with this, like, smiling face with tears of joy emoji, okay? Uh, my, my my theory is is that um, as millennials... Because you're saying that, like, the Gen Zs don't use this, right? These, these kids that are younger than us. As millennials, I feel like millennials are super insecure about everything, right? So uh, a millennial will send something, and uh, they want to be very clear to the receiver of that of that message that it's it's meant to be funny or it's meant to be embarrassing or it's meant to be so they have to send the emoji that qualifies the thing that they just said i think gen z as weird as they are is just much more comfortable uh with their digital communication because they grew up with it right so uh they don't need to qualify everything with the um the uh, corresponding emoji that lets people know that they oh i was just kidding bro (laughs) It's tough because I feel like that true communication, like the written word, you can use the right words to communicate what you need, but we're too lazy to do that. So we fill in with these emojis to drive home the point that we are just kidding rather than like saying something actually witty. And like, I doubt that you would write a letter to somebody and a week later it would get to them and that then there would... I doubt there was as much second guessing as we have now where you get to go, well, what the hell is this all about? Sure, like, yeah. well, no, it's just lost in tone, bro. If we were on the phone, you would know that I was kidding <laughs> because we're just better with the written word. And yeah. now that we're devolving back into preparing ourselves to be enslaved by the pharaoh to build the pyramid because we can't communicate well enough to actually put up any resistance – like we're just headed right back towards that with the help of our devices and our phone that can show us boobs or whatever <laughs> or whatever i remember eggplants eggplants obviously i think i remember um back when uh, like aol instant messenger was a thing and uh yeah. all of those like i was in i was in middle school and using that all the time to talk to my friends and mm-hmm. i remember this girl that i was into uh her and i were messaging on aol and on aim and I remember that at the time I was, you know, I was typing. I, I wasn't using any of the um, uh, abbreviations. I wasn't, I, I was typing everything out. I was capitalizing. I was using sentence case where I was capitalizing the first word at the beginning of a sentence. And I was using punctuation. Mm-hmm. And I remember this girl that I was into, like, called me out. She was like, why do you use commas and periods and, and punctuation? And then that's, I feel like when I started to devolve into where I am now at 30 years old, using the crying You're face like, with laughing tears. You're like, why are you tears. such a yeah, yeah. I should, I, I should send her a message right now. That is just the, uh, hey, do you remember that thing that you did that uh, ruined my entire uh, uh, written word for the last twenty years of my life? And then send crying, laughing face emoji. Um, I want, I, I, I make a lot of shortcuts in my phone. Um, I still, I still like actual text emojis too, like just the colon. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. I just like a cute smiley face or whatever. Let me, let me say mine real quick. Mine are the. It's the it's the nervous one, like the open mouth smile with the one tear over the eye. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the, oh, oh, my bad, or whatever. Or that's food is too spicy, I guess, could also be what that sure. means. Um, I use the shrug a lot, but I like the text shrug, so I have a shortcut set up on my phone that oh, if I type nice. shrug, it does the one that uses, like, Korean characters. To oh, make I it, love you know. that, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and a lot of, like, blowing... Like hearts to my wife who does not approve, um, and then a black cat for our black cat and a wave a lot. So, oh, and then the one where it's like, like that where the mouth goes yeah, across, you yeah, see all the teeth, yeah. like, Ooh, yeah. that like one. the like the but, I'm it's like it's the uh, it's the I just watched the office emoji. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then let me just see if I could do this here for you, Brandon. This yeah, is yeah. just gonna be from very inside, but um, if I type 
HJ's. <laughs> I, I know what's coming. Absolutely, I know what's coming. Uh, I set that wonderful. up. I set that up. I was like, we just got back from snowboarding, and I don't snowboard. And I was bored all day. I had yeah. to go as a chaperone. They yeah. sent me as opposed to someone who snowboards up to Stevens, and yeah. I just sat there all day, just like donking around on my phone. Yeah. And then I was just texting every single person I have. I would just type HJs and hit send, and just see what kind of responses I would get from people. <laughs> It was such a fun day. Now that would be sexual harassment, yeah. I believe, and yeah. I get it. I'm not. I'm not better than admitting that. So, so um, I actually, you you brought something up. So you you said that the one face with the uh, I I have a fun game idea for everybody. Okay, and and I okay. think that yeah, great. It, uh, go ahead and profit all, off of this and and just make sure to credit uh, Nerd Talk. So. Yeah, you, you, Odyssey Communications does not agree with your feeling free to profit off of this. I guarantee you, do not feel free to profit off this. I work here for free, so the um, the you you mentioned. I didn't say they mind profiting off of you. Oh, absolutely no. The, <laughs> Just uh, not the other way around. You mentioned one of the emojis that is your most common. You said it's kind of like the embarrassed one, right? Where it's the face with the the teardrop kind of coming there or the sweat, right? Yeah. And you, yeah, it's always you, me. It's what it's what I type when I feel like an idiot. Where I'm yeah. like, oh, I've been saying this wrong my whole life. So you idiot. mentioned that that could have been uh, the I ate too much spicy food emoji, right? Or like I, you, you talked about the grimacing emoji, where not grimace, the big purple creature from McDonald's, <laughs> uh, but the grimace, which he deserves an emoji if you ask me. Um, oh wow, look at that. Uh, he has so the grimace emoji is where somebody is, uh, you know, they're making that big wide to- tooth. Not it's smile. like a harmonica in front of a right. in front of an or- a yellow circle. And I called that the um, the face that you make when you are watching The Office because of the amount of secondhand mm-hmm. embarrassment. That reminds me of a game that I play with, uh, or I used to play with my friends, and and would love to play again. It, we call it um, mm-hmm. subjective guess who. Okay, <laughs> so you you take the game of guess who. And you, which if you if you recall, if you haven't played this game before, you have a bunch of pictures of cartoon characters on little flip boards in front of you. Your opponents has the same characters on their side. Right. And so usually what you would say is my does your person have red hair? And uh, they would say no. And they would, you know, flip down all or, the, yes. or yes. And, and you would flip down everybody that doesn't have red hair. The way that we play this game um, is you would say, does your person look like they were bullied in school? And the other person would, you know, based on their subjective, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, understanding of what their person is, is they'll say yes or no. But you have to see if your subjectivity is the same. And so the goal is to see if you can get to that final that final person. It's the same as your as your opponent. And we're talking about with emojis. Right. Yeah. Well, so so this is what I'm saying is like I would love to play that, but with emojis. So it's like this is the face you make when. Oh. You've eaten too much spicy food, and then see what people uh, uh, put as the emoji. Or this is the face that you get when you watch mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine Nine, or like some show, right? Or The Office, or something like that. Like here's I, what, here's it what should be a lot more limited. Into Gregor's phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What emojis? What two emojis do you think uh, Gregor uses? <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's interesting because I think that on a deeper level or a more provocative level, perhaps. That you would start to realize that, like, wait, wait, what was the thing that I got super pissed at Casey McLean about? Because he was being mean to me about it. It was the comedian. And it was, like, SM, it was, like, shake shake my head. Is oh, yeah, yeah, SM. yeah. Yeah, SMH, yeah. Shaking yeah, my and head. And I was, like, yeah, shaking my head. And what did I, I thought it was, um, I can't remember, I thought it was something else. And I was, like, well, it still works. And you're, like, no, but you're wrong. And I was, like, well, I'm not wrong because, to me, that's what it is. And it works. I was like, but that's not the accepted thing that everyone does. Sure, and yeah. it reveals it reveals that people look at these characters are just representations of ideas, and that even though you think they're very clearly communicated, they could be just different. So one of the things that in the study that again back to the top emojis of the year for 2021, you can read about it at theverge.com. One of the things that they talk about is how the very standard basic ass Two dots, smile, smiley face is not a positive emoji, despite the fact that if your grandma puts it on the end of a thing, you're like, cute, grandma learned how to use emojis or whatever. That's great. But like for the most part, it's to show you that you're a simpleton, that you're a basic bitch or something like that. And that you should avoid. And I was like, wait, what? And like, I don't care about any of that. I I try to use words instead of just little, you know. Sure. (laughs) Little, what do you call the little uh, hieroglyphs? Hieroglyphs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, but, like, playing that game, you could reveal, like, oh, was that person bullied as a kid? And you're like, 
if I'm like, yeah, and yeah. but we don't get to the same conclusion, it could be way off track it, because of that. And you realize how much these characters hinder our communication. Well, and and I feel like you could, if you were playing and looking back on subjective Guess Who, I think I still think it holds up to this day. Like Guess Who should be played that way because it makes it as for kids, right? It's a good way for them to learn different characteristics, right? Colors, mm-hmm. you know, character like glasses, things like that. It helps kids understand that stuff. But as you get to an adult, like that game has lasting power, but it also could reveal some very inherent biases. Like, does your person look like they're a racist? <laughs> and you see which people they put down and you'd be like, interesting, right? Like you start to learn like, oh, this person put down everybody that looks like a cop. Very interesting. <laughs> Well, yeah, and you'd start to be like, wait a second, I, how well do I know this friend of mine? Exactly, like, yeah. What's going on here? Like, Basically. Maybe I don't want to hang out with old Dale. <laughs> Dale's a, a, a made-up person. I don't yeah, sure, sure. He's a made-up person. Also my brother. <laughs> but yeah, made-up person. You have a brother named Dale? No, I thought you had a brother named Oh, Dale. wow. No, I don't have a... My, it's not Catholic enough. You get out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about Timothy, Paul, and Jonathan, your brothers. <laughs> Did I get any of those right? Did I get any of those right? Michael is, uh, is the closest I Catholic I mean, that one. was pretty close. Yeah, all right. Scott Andrew is the other one, so there we go. Scott. Um, so I want to know if there's enough emojis to tell the story of the honeybees that outlived an active volcano eruption in the Canary Islands. First of all, no idea where the Canary Islands are. I know that my brother Michael has been there <laughs> as a, on a, some sort of trip or something like that. I don't know, for a getaway. It's like a paradise, I guess. Sort of like if you were going to Hawaii here, I guess that might be the same for Europe. Again, no idea where it is. So you're, saying, so you're saying that the place where the bees survived a active volcano is a vacation spot? Yeah, I think so. Sounds worse than Australia. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that they have bees on Hawaii and active volcanoes, right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, and it's still nice there. Whoa, the, they're off the coast of Morocco to the west of Morocco or the Canary Islands. And I think that they're like one of the colonized islands of like sure. Spain. Yeah, I think yeah, what yeah, it is yeah, or whatever. yeah. Anyway, so uh, to the point. These bees survived an active volcanic eruption. Gizmodo reports that five different beehives sealed up their own colonies with bee glue, whatever the hell that is, and lived off their honey reserves for almost two months Whoa. during that active volcanic activity. I, I'm like, yo, should we get some bee glue to start working our own houses against the fires that are inevitably going to intensify in the next forever? I, I, why not just use horses? Are we already using them for that? For glue, for the glue, I mean. You read about that horse, that horse that won the Kentucky Derby that fell over dead today? No, I did not hear about that. You might, I, you might be protecting your house with it in the near future. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I, so I think about how, like, um, you know, they say that they say that nature finds a way. These animals find different ways, or not animal, but like these insects, these these creatures find different ways to survive uh, crazy events. And we've we've talked about on this show before about how so much of uh, human discovery and, and discovery for our own medical purposes and um, research purposes come from things that we discover in the natural world, right? Like uh, we talked about condors asexually reproducing on this show and and how that may, I mean, who knows, is theoretically, that may be a way for humans to like research that more and figure out how we could asexually reproduce, I suppose, in the same way. Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> the, these bees have learned how to outlive an active volcano. They've used their own... We now go live to 22-year-old Greg. I, wa- I want to know how... <laughs> asexually reproducing, or at least trying very hard. <laughs> 22-year-old. Who are you kidding? <laughs> we now go you live to me. Greg a couple days me. ago. <laughs> covering himself me. in pee- bee glue. Careful, buddy. You're revealing your own secrets there. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, like these these. But then, all right. So you got bees on Canary Island being freaking architects, finding ways to fight lava, and then you have bees in like the Pacific Northwest, or more likely murder hornets that are just destroying all of the other bees. So yeah. we need the Canary Island bees to come teach the bees of the Pacific Northwest, where we are located, uh, to learn how to i don't know secure their hives with their own glue their booty glue Bee glue yeah. yeah 
So not all the honeybees on La Palma, which is where it happened, were as lucky, though, again, says Gizmodo.com. The Spanish age, excuse me, Spanish news agency EFE reported that a group of hives closest to the Cumbre Vieja's main cone had been covered completely by lava, yeah. which killed them. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, these aren't like lava-resistant bees. <laughs> yeah, or glue. <laughs> yeah, or glue, I guess, yeah. But if, there, if those ever happen, I, I will signal in the new era of life on Earth. Yeah. Lava resistant bees are here. Can we, wait, can, All right, guys. Can we replace that? It's it's no longer when pigs fly. It's it's yeah. Well, when when bees can resist lava. <laughs> exactly. You see. Hey, go go I, hang I out with I'm all so those like hyena bones. I'm not afraid of bees, and I mean I don't like them flying in my face or whatever. But I'm not afraid of bees, and I'm also um, just really blown away by how cool they are. Their language is insane, and it's communicated through dance, which is a big subject in my household. So it's um, yeah, I just I the fact that they like know how to intuitively protect themselves against disaster yeah. that exists in their own region, that's pretty rad. It speaks a lot. So yeah, bees are freaking crazy. Now I'm not scared of bees. Would I be scared of a bee who was recently survived uh, a a volcanic eruption and it was covered in lava flying toward me? Yeah, I think I'd be a little yeah, bit upset. Yeah, sure. yeah. That being said, I am terrified of hornets. So. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, I do have limits. But. Yeah. So I know how our culture for like the last ten years has been like digging up the things we loved as kids. It's mainly the proliferation of the pocket internet, but digging up the things that we loved as kids and then. Letting us love them again as adults, only a little bit more grown up, and anything from rebooting Thundercats to any of the Marvel Universe or whatever. Pikachu has an anatomically correct penis now. I did I did not know that, but <laughs> I don't I he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to make kids things more adult. <laughs> that's, it was that's actually a huge there was a huge controversy over whether he was cut or uncut. <laughs> but I think that we've um I think we've gotten kind of a little weird with it now, now that, that what I just said wasn't <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you can now buy the kids' classic Fisher-Price rotary telephone. It's like an icon of children. It looks like a little, it looks like the old school telephone that if you hit a guy with it, they would die because it like had that ringer bell inside of it and everything. Yeah. You pick up the handle, it's got the twirly cord that goes back to it. Beep, boop, boop, Yeah, it's like Batman's hotline, right? Yeah, Adam Adam West Batman. Yeah, and so this one though had little eyes on it and wheels, so kids could roll it around and boop, 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 make noises and stuff. And yeah, okay, cool. Well, they've brought it back for apparently adults that you can now connect your smartphone via Bluetooth. Why? So that means you could be like sitting at your work from home office where you're totally taking your job slash life seriously, (laughs) and take work calls from a toddler's plastic phone, if that's something you're into. It's a Best Buy exclusive, sold out currently, but coming back. Don't worry. So apparently, um, people are into it. Sixty bucks. What for this? Yeah, like I, I feel like I, I know Kev. My buddy Kev Doy has a has a three D printer, and I could get him to make me a handle that I could hook up to my phone. Yeah, and feel like a real like that. I feel but, like there was no. for sure a time in my life where I got super caught up in like the gimmicky stuff, right? Like stuff that uh, I knew. I thought would be cool, ended up being clutter, it ended up at Goodwill probably five to ten years later uh, after yeah. I got married and my wife was like, what the hell is this? Um, oh, I'm sorry. You mean this thing that I bought literally today? Oh, my gosh. It's a, a, a Tano Funko. Funko. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I get it. So I still I still have things like that, right? But I just don't know if I could justify something like a, a fish. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a business call on my plastic, you know, multicolored rotary phone, and then I'm going to go out and cook on my uh, one of the easy bake ovens, but it's real now. <laughs> and like, yeah, you have it in like your you have it in your office there. It's like you're on the phone. You're like, uh huh, ding. Yeah. Like, oh, excuse me. Hold on, my cookies are done. Yeah. Yeah. What did you make? No, no. They're weed cookies, boss. Don't worry. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm an I'm adult now. <laughs> <laughs> They're legal yeah, here. Yeah. I yeah, so I just don't under uh I don't I don't know, but I mean you told you said they're sold out, so I, I guess like this is a thing. Like there there are still people pulling like buying into the gimmicky uh the gimmicky stuff. And I guess I just uh I don't know, I've got a kid on the way. I'm worried about how much crap is in my house as it is. I don't need Dude. more junk. Uh so maybe a bunch of kidless people. Yeah, I, it's awful. The the proliferation of stuff you don't need is just 
off the charts. And then, like, it all just gets kind of stowed away because you're just, like, transitioning. Like, oh, look, they just discovered something. Uh, my pediatrician, uh, our pediatrician for our child, told us that the entire thing about parenthood is that you're always a step behind because they figure something out and you haven't figured out that they figured uh-huh, it out. And so yeah. once you figure it out that they figured it out, they figured out something else. And so you're just always catching up all the time. And so that means a lot of the crap that you get, like you don't need it anymore, but it sticks around because you're like, well, maybe they'll still use it. And then like before you know it, your yeah. whole house is taken over. Yeah. And you'd be better. You'd be, In my opinion, it would be better to live in a two-bedroom apartment in the city where you can't have stuff. Yeah. Where you have to just get rid of it unless you're clearly willing to be a hoarder and like i feel like i'm borderline there like we're pretty pretty close <laughs> he says but... as he sets his ahsoka tano funko next to his baby yoda or grogu <laughs> uh please next to I my know. boba fett obviously, yeah, obviously. Or, or whatever the the mandalorian guy is yeah. it's actually to be fair it's actually um next to ichiro suzuki oh so. dude that's class that's that's really nice i love that come yeah come on Thank, shout out to the mariners for sending oh, that over man this is wild from uh, GeekWire.com. University of Washington researchers are going to test psilocybin in healthcare workers affected by the pandemic. What? And I'm like, I'm like, I've never what? So uh, you're talking what? about mushrooms, like magic mushrooms. Like they're gonna they're going to give mushrooms. Yeah. Translation. Yeah. UW is going to give distressed people magic mushrooms to help them break through the last two years of overload and trauma. I That's just like, so I le- I feel like I just read about the fact that they had uh, the FDA had legalized not legalized the use of mushrooms obviously but they had legalized the uh testing of psilocybin on uh people so like so UW could take it and try to see if they can you know find some information about like ptsd or things like that or trauma i don't pretend to um have the details worked out on this yet but in oregon they passed a they've they've made it medically like Psilocybin treatment is medically available starting, I think, January 1st of this year, of 2022. So people can, they'll have, they haven't figured out how they're going to do it yet to administer it and how to monitor it. Sure. But what do you call um, mushroom culture? I forget what it is. Like, there's like, you know, the yeah. ology of mushrooms. Yeah, that is. yeah. Uh, mycology, I think is yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- that's like the biggest place in the world for that is Oregon. So it makes sense. But at the same time, they're gonna you're gonna be able to go to a psychiatrist, I presume, yeah, and be able to have a controlled session where you're given psilocybin or or whatever other active ingredients are in some magic mushrooms, and be able to work through a therapy session. Yeah, I think that's what they're looking at here at the University of Washington is to be able to help people legitimately tackle all these pressures and let go of some of those things. Well, that this is wild. I think that this is absolutely bonkers. And like, even if it only stays on a medical level, that's like I can't believe it. Well, so you talk about things like um, the treatment of psychedelics for people who have who have experienced trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what they what they're uh, what I'm assuming that UW is doing is taking trace amounts of that psilocybin uh, material, like this, this the hallucinogenic uh, uh, aspect of the magic mushrooms, right? Um, right. And, and administering to that people however they do. Uh, maybe it's in a nice tasty tea um, or something like that. Now, uh, what I think is interesting is that people have also found, and I'm not one of these like, well, we, we don't have to get into it, but like Bitcoin bros in Silicon Valley who microdoses, which is basically taking small, small amounts, like trace amounts of the psilocybin using it yeah. because they think that it or they've they've, you know, shown to be helping people with productivity, with their creativity and their work, with their ability to uh, do their work differently. I don't think that there's any doubt at this point, as they're showing in um, Oregon, as they're showing in the fact that UW is going to be testing this on um, or researching its effect on people who uh, have experienced uh, trauma, right? Like, which are these healthcare workers who have been working through a pandemic. I'm assuming that that's what they're looking for is like uh, traumatic experiences, correct? Um, There's no doubt that uh, that this type of treatment has benefits. They've shown it time and time again. From the GeekWire.com article, they're talking to someone from the University of Washington, a physician called Anthony Back, and he says there's just a ton of grief from watching all these people die in front of them, mm. who died in a very physically uncomfortable way. There's a lot of moral injury, feeling that they didn't do enough. A lot of them feel really badly that people's families were not able to be with them because of COVID isolation procedures. Mm. 
um, people who scream at you and say that you're lying to them. COVID is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, these people are going through, uh, I think often people will assume that post-traumatic stress disorder is something that is specifically reserved for people who have gone through uh, war or massive uh, traumatic events that are traumatic to everybody. But you don't realize that uh, trauma exists within everybody and, uh, you know, in some way, shape or form in healthcare workers, along with like realistically so many people who have lived just lived through this pandemic. Right. You, me, people listening right now. have gone through this and and hey maybe we just all need to do mushrooms together and walk through the woods well it's it's irresponsible of us to suggest that people do drugs but sure it's, yeah. um but i having gone through therapy and having to get on anti-anxiety anti-anxiety medicine, it's it's the same type of solution that you throw towards the problem of like this one is just clinically tested sure. and driven through a pharmaceutical machine for a long time until you figure it out okay yeah but this is they're just taking a step outside of it. I, I think the coolest part of the whole thing, though, is that after two sessions of psychotherapy, 15 percep- participants will be treated with a single dose of psilocybin and 15 with a placebo. Mm. <laughs> I think you, you think you're signing up for the for the mushroom treatment. Matt, you think you're going to turn into Super Mario here. Yeah. And instead, you're just, you're just like, dude, no wonder um, Super Mario was like never stressed out about the fact that like Peach kept getting kidnapped. He was just or like, that he was fighting a general like a giant dinosaur. Yeah, he was just like on mushrooms. Don't worry, I got fireballs, yeah, bro. It's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. that don't burn my hand somehow when I touch a star. It makes music play. Speaking of things not burning, okay, I, I this is this is related because look, what we're discovering is. Uh, they're using things like uh, weed or marijuana for um, treatment of things like Parkinson's, right? They're realizing that these people who have these diseases or or like even if you're having chemotherapy, which affects your diet, right? Like they'll give you uh, marijuana so that you, it encourages you to, 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 to continue eating. It encourages somebody who has cancer who is going through treatment like that to continue eating. It builds up their appetite. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly with mushrooms, uh, they're finding natural ways that are not synthetic or, or, you know, created through some crazy chemical process in order to, and I'm not some crazy hippie, don't get me wrong, but I think it's amazing that we're finding natural, um, solutions to, to problems that, that humans have, right? Like it's, there's things in this world, uh, and on our planet that, that, can treat us naturally, right? That I, you know what you I don't, also you don't think find like in, medicine, vaccines, things like that, very important, very good. But, but what you don't find in nature is a freaking, you know, uh, OLED screen on an internet yeah, machine absolutely. that connects you to every answer yeah. ever. And so, like, the balance of ways that you're going to offset that is bonkers. And so, yeah, sometimes it's going to be from things that are right in maybe like before these the earth could balance itself by having humans find other natural methods to synthesize their problems and now look i'm not joe rogan like go go take (laughs) go take real medicine like if you have you know don't don't even worry about doctoring don't even tell people what like that's fine yeah yeah yeah. but like but i think it's it's not about that it's about being open-minded the reason i the reason i'm astounded is because like between you know obviously the the uh psilocybin treatment for trauma and uh marijuana treatment for all of these other uh kinds of conditions we're going to continue to find ways that we're underutilizing drugs that have existed for ages right um at the same time i just saw this thing and we've known as a as a as an american culture especially but as a as a as a planet as a people that that things like hemp like the fibers that come from those plants are extremely strong and i just recently read and i don't have a link to it but like i just recently stre- uh, saw that they had created a um like a building material out of hemp fiber that was fire resistant and so maybe that's what the bees were using i don't know <laughs> maybe it was it put together with bee glue like that could have been it Maybe. Yeah, but but I just think it's it's amazing that we're continuing to find new uses for plants that have existed forever, obviously. Well, once we stop, you know, stereotyping them around people crossing a border and sure. tie that. You can't have any of that because of those people. That's like a ridiculous behavior to like shoot yourself in the foot just because you're trying to control humans. But that's the existence of humanity for hundreds of thousands of years. We don't want anybody crossing the border with weed, but hey, my 16-year-old son can smoke it in our backyard. <laughs> So, um, interesting stuff. Now, unfortunately, we have to turn this thing a little bit dark because we're running out of time. And so I'd like to bring up why we're all left. There's no shortage of reasons to be freaked out. 
But this week, it's AI making weapons of the future. So I guess the F could stand for feet per second, how fast you can shoot stuff. I know, the F stands for future, and it's terrifying. Um, artificial intelligence, I guess, can outperform humans at a lot of things, whether it's calculations, they're finding a ton of new drugs by searching, using you're, try, you're just trying to break down number calculations. If you count it to a million, you're slower. Your brain can only process so fast. If you put AI and you put a, a fast enough computer in it, it can do it in seconds. <laughs> Same type of thing. You break down calculations like that to make this happen. So um, you said the AI is discovering new drugs. When we're like the AI is just like, just try the mushrooms. <laughs> Have you considered that thing that's growing in outside of your son's bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why it's so stinky. Yeah, oh, yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, but maybe that'll be the thing. Is it'll be like, oh, actually, psilocybin is the best out of, out of all these options, and we did all the calculations and. Mm-hmm. The, the danger is being left behind by the machines. That's kind of what I'm getting at yeah. here. So artificial intelligence can outperform humans at designing futuristic weapons. And we're not talking about, like, from scratch. They're not, like, coming up with a, if only you had a taco ray, because <laughs> Have you tried are... a pig cannon? <laughs> <laughs> the machines have been playing Minecraft too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like... But, like, say you have an idea for, like, a death ray, and it overheats too much when you're out, like, lasering stuff. So you're like, hey, I got it. Let's build a space station and put the death ray on there. And you're like, well, what are the, some of the logistical problems? Well, AI can look at the best bet for cooling solutions. It's the Death Star is obviously the solution that it comes up with. George Lucas already got there himself or whatever. But but it's, it can handle these, like, small solutions because you can try out a million different scenarios faster than humans can try out a million different scenarios to improve upon it. So if you have a deadline, you can go through a lot more options with AI or machine learning than you could through just normal human learning where we're dumb and you have to, you know, feed and rest that stupid brain in order for it to continue to work, whereas the machine continues going as long as you provide it with power. I think that this is truly, truly horrifying because someone's going to be like, okay, the bad guys, whoever that is, use this type of armor, but we can shoot something super small, super fast right through it as long as it's the right material Mm -hmm. to get just through whatever it is that the armor is made out of. And just keep trying things until you find, oh, it turns out it is tacos. Like, fire away. (laughs) You know, like... That that's the scary part is how fast we'll be able to calculate taking apart the other people. Yeah. With well, this. I wonder if you end up with something like the uh, the only thing that's saved our asses so far, which is the mutually assured destruction. Right. Right. Like the idea that if you were to launch a nuclear attack, if if yeah. if, if a if a superpower were to launch a nuclear attack on another superpower, that other superpower would have enough time to launch a nuclear attack on you therefore starting you know a chain of nuclear events across the planet destroying life on earth as we know it right um now that's why i i hope that something like this i i just don't know why we go from like hey we have artificial intelligence and it's going to help us uh design futuristic things what should we start with i don't know weapons like, let's. Well, where do, where's all the budget at? That's the well, that's and that's the, it's like why not? Like, let's figure out how to grow food for people who live in places where there's no food, or and I, I mean, I know we're doing that in some way, shape, or form, but but to to apply like the government's budget to something like how do we kill people rather than how do we ca- take care of the people on the planet uh, seems just about American. It's everybody. I, of course, it has nothing of to do course, with, with course, Americans. Yeah. It's whoever has the power. And right now, we're one of the top, and so I'm sure all the other countries are doing the exact yeah, same thing. Yeah. Okay, so I can I can provide you with what you're saying, Brandon. I can actually meet you there with why don't we try and find something else to do. There's another fun game that soon you'll be beaten at by children and now by robots. It's Pokemon. Oh. A programmer built a bot that can analyze the likely scenarios and beat 95% of all humans. App. You just give it time Pokemon. and it'll- at Pokemon, okay. yeah. You give it enough time, and this thing's going to be, you know, at the top of the at the top of everything. Go was the game. G O Go is like the Chinese game. I think its origins are in China I believe or so, India, yeah. where it's like the most common game in the world, where it's just all little black and white tiles. And I understand it zero percent, but like the best Go players in the world could be beaten by a machine now. The best chess players in the world can be beaten by a machine now. Why not get beaten by the robots? I guess it brings us back to a question that you asked at the top of the show, Brandon. What do you know that without a doubt you are better at than a robot. Do you have anything? I don't think I do. I've like racked my, I mean, I'm like procreating, but apparently now they've made a robot that can replicate. 
which we did not talk about last week, uh, but we probably should talk about. Um, I so I don't I honestly I don't know if I have an answer to that because at this point I just assume uh, you, you, they always say like every time that you think you're good at something, just understand that there's like a poor kid in some other country that's way better at it than you are, you know. Uh, and so without the opportunity, without the opportunity. So I just assume at this point that anything that I can do, there's probably already a, d- a robot developed to do it better. Now, I, I I would say like, oh, I'm better at uh, comedy than a robot. But we sh- you showed me that artificially or the procedurally generated uh, Netflix horror movie. And I realized, no, I'm not. That was but but there's. But there's a two-way thing with that. That's exact. That's the exact thing I thought of where I was like, listen, whether you think I'm funny or not, I can write jokes better than a computer. Like, it just, like, it's just not, computers don't have the emotional connection to be able to understand how to get a joke across with the right sensitivity about a subject. There's just not, it doesn't, and then that Netflix comes out, it's a horror movie written by, um, by a machine, and it's hilarious, but I find that it's only hilarious because it touches on my sense of humor. Sure. That I think if someone else, like my parents, or I mean, they're dead, so it'd be weird if they watched it. But like, if my if my wife watched it, she'd be like, "This is really so stupid. stupid." I yeah. don't. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, well, if you show it to a stupid a person with a stupid sense of humor, it works, I guess." Yeah. Whereas I can say charming things to any office that I go into and get a smile out of people. Like that's that's something that the machines can't quite do yet. Wow, Brack. I think that uh, the 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 fact that you know that a computer came up with it and you know you can you can understand the references that were fed into the algorithm that outputted the the joke or not even a joke because it wasn't meant to be funny right it was meant to be a you know quote unquote horror film uh, so you can understand the reference the, that's what makes it funny right is like ah oh, our computers dumb you know it's the problem is going to be is when that procedurally generated content ends up being good and like nominated for you know awards and uh is is creating content better than or the same as uh humans are creating right and i think that still you have to you have to understand that humans are developing these algorithms humans are developing these machines that are not for much longer but, but that's the thing is now we've talked about ai is developing ai in order to be faster and better and more efficient um, and to think ways that we can't, that our brains can't process. Exactly. Now, I have no experience with AI. Every time I talk about it, some someone always inevitably goes, you overestimate how good this stuff is. And I'm like, but conceptually... For now, I, yeah. Yeah, conceptually I don't, because I understand long-term that it's... Machines are going to evolve separate from us, man. We're going to be left behind. Yeah. And it's going to be like, humans are going to be this cute old thing, and the machines are going to go their own... Like, we could... I think theoretically diverge from one another and the AI could go off and do its own thing and leave the universe and go to the next multiverse or whatever and exist there while we're still here being like, no, 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 that's my piece of dirt. I'm going to kill you for it. Or like, no, that's my, you can't have hemp over here. So you're going to jail. (laughs) No, well, and, uh, not to bring whales into this, right? Yeah, right. Except, but for... to definitely bring whales into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we I've talked about it on the show before about how how large a let's take a sperm whale's whale penis. Yeah, a whale penis is uh, specifically a sperm whale penis. No, a sperm whale or a blue whale's brain or a humpback whale's brain is like the size of a um, of a, a stand upright piano, right? And about how we, what we know about the, the, the way that brains work is that we use, f- f- for what we understand that a brain is actually doing, we know that a brain does a lot, but we only know specifically about what certain parts of the brain are doing so that we, we understand that only like 10% of the brain is being used, right? Yeah, we can only monitor like 10% sure. of being active at a time. Yeah, and so then, um, not to say the rest of the brain isn't doing something, it's just we don't exactly yeah. know what it's doing. The same way they understand uh, the human brain, they assume that the the brain of a, of a large whale, right? If, if it's only using a portion of that brain, but the the the, the vast amount of more neurons and um, connectors, and things like that, that they have, they must be. And we, and from what we understand about how they um, uh, process language and sounds and thing in like their senses, we know that they must be incredibly intelligent. Uh, perceptives, perceptive creatures, right? And to think that you take animals that we know are smarter than us, uh, 
like to see them beat Halo. Uh, we know that these animals <laughs> that we know that are smarter than us, but then you exponentially uh, increase that, and that's like the AI that created that Netflix thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. so stupid, but at the same time, like, this is just the start. And maybe whales are the things that are going to leave the universe and to go into the multiverse. And, and um, if they have the means, them and the AI are going to team up. Or like, what was it in South Park? The cows were the actual, like, leaders of the <laughs> of the planet. <laughs> moo, 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 yeah. moo, yeah. moo, moo. Yeah. That was so long ago. I know, I know. It was like 19 years ago that that <laughs> happened. Isn't that crazy? It is insane. Oh, my God. Okay, well, we just talked a lot about the doom and gloom of what's going to happen, right? But, you know, something positive to balance it all out. At the current rate of growth, if we keep building solar power facilities, we could be 100% sun-powered by as soon as 2030, says Bloomberg.com. That's, like, not even a decade from now. Meanwhile, green plants are like, yeah, what What did you think we were doing this whole time? And the rest of Earth, for that matter. Um I think it's wild to see the shift has happened that fast. And I wish you talked about investing in Bitcoin. Why didn't we invest in freaking solar, dude? It's like maybe it's not too late now. I don't know. It's crazy. Like the uh, I I watched a a video on like what would happen if they covered the Sahara Desert in solar powers or in in, you ought to read the Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. They, They do that in that book. Oh, really? Well, the, the, the problem ends up being that the amount of resources that are needed in order to create the uh, panels and everything that you need in order to capture that energy, like it, it takes a while to offset, right? Um, but to think about the fact, like you have to start. So it's not like there's some terminal end where it's like, well, it's not going to be worth it because, you know, I mean, there is a terminal end to the, to the planet, to our lives, to, to literally everything. Uh, but we don't have necessarily the the specific knowledge of when that's going to be, but because we are driven by what we can accomplish in our own lives and what we can see the benefit of in our own lives, we don't do things that are going to be better for the like future centuries of humans, right? right. Um, and so uh, while it would would maybe not offset itself in the next hundred of years, you know, start it now so that eventually it is offsetting itself and starting to earn back some of the terrible things that we've done to the planet. Yeah, it's... um. The, the idea that we would actually be solar neutral you know, by 2030 is a long shot. Specifically, I'm seeing people saying that solar is already dead because of personalized hydrogen, which is like... Is that like, is that like those suits that they wear in Dune, where if you like fart, it turns into moisture and you can uh, continue to like live on the planet? I'm on uh, Futurology on Reddit, and it's coming soon... Uh, rooftop hydrogen, rooftop solar is passe. The upcoming thing is rooftop hydrogen. Demand for hydrogen is expected to grow by a factor of a thousand or more by 2030. Convenient timeline. And decentralized systems producing the gas on site with no transportation cost will make a huge difference. H2O, that's one hydrogen, two oxygens. I don't know anything, obviously, but like I still worry when people say like, no, no, hydrogen is clean energy. We'll take that hydrogen and then leave those two O's and don't worry about that. Like at some point, don't we end up with a bunch of like rogue oxygen then? And then we have another problem. We're going to be like completely hypoxic atmosphere in like by 2030. Don't worry. We we won't be using any more energy because we will have sucked all of the oxygen or all of the hydrogen out of the air and everybody will be lightheaded and die. I would say, once again, the solution to all of this is more trees. <laughs> like we just need more of the stuff that already grows here. Let's make sure that sticks around. Okay, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Um, <laughs> Speaking of the sun, though, did you see that uh, the most detailed photo of the sun ever taken? Did you see that uh, today? No. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, this is a radio show, so I can't like show people it or even describe it to uh, the the ability that would do it justice but uh so uh, a solar photographer actually he's just a uh, he takes pictures of space right um he he took over like 250 different fo- photos uh at different exposures of the sun through uh two different high-powered telescopes and uh it's actually an incredible photo it's, is his name chuck i i don't know but it's still it's it's a fuzzy it's a pretty fuzzy photo 
um, still because it's taking pictures of the actual sun. Um, and there, but it's amazing to be able to see in action some of the solar flares that are happening in some of these like hot spots on the planet where there's a ton of energy and activity. Um, I just thought it's amazing, like these these much more detailed, more and more detailed photos that we're getting over time. Uh, and apparently, there's a monolith on the moon that the Chinese are going to um, start to. Uh, drive a rover over to over to so on the wrong part of the internet today oh it's back to the um back to that porn thing you were using oh yeah, it's yeah, be. yeah hjs <laughs> Wait, what, what did you call it the it was the um when the, the condors were doing it <laughs> asexually reproducing yeah there we yeah. go <laughs> i've been too busy doing that <laughs> i mean i can't see your lower half <laughs> okay joe rogan <laughs> he's all upper body right that, that i'm guy. pretty sure like, all five four of them well we've gone way over time yeah. and that's fine because this is the wild west the frontier of this type of technology thanks for joining us on the odyssey app it's time to wrap this, this thing up and tell me what did we learn this week hmm. after all this is a pretty pretty heady show brandon what'd you learn this week um i learned that you have been too busy asexually reproducing <laughs> Uh, Gregor, what did you learn this week? That Brandon only mentioned whales twice today. You know what? Be I'm getting better. Out. I'm getting better. Oh, I, I saw the <laughs> sick like porcelain uh, <laughs> piece of art. Is a humpback. It's it's amazing. I'll actually send you a link because I think you think it's cool. Um, <laughs> Brandon, what did you learn today? I learned that one of us should run for Pharaoh and stick it to Courtney Singleton, who told me I shouldn't use punctuation on AIM. <laughs> You're, you're, I think you should continue to use the whale emoji, though. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I was about to make a joke, and then I remembered. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> is it going to be a your mom joke? <laughs> well, yeah, done. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Gregor, what did we learn this week? <laughs> I, that's, I, I, I don't think I learned much more than that. You learned that Brandon's an asshole. <laughs> nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Tuesdays, 10 a.m. We go live on the Odyssey app for Nerd Talk Plus. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. Bye. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.